0: Compete,
1: Hello, and welcome to this episode of We're Drunk and We Know Things As you can tell from my serious voice, we're talking serious things We're in JB's, we're drinking Alligator Tugboats, The most serious name for a beer that we've made And this week... We are talking antitrust. And it's going to be very serious. T- serious. <laughs> that was so bad. We're keeping it. <laughs>
0: That's what I do. I drink.
1: And I know things. Hey everybody! Yeah, we do. <laughs> <trust. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut my legs off and call me Shawty. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum, ba-dum-bum. laughs>
2: uh yeah. So we're, we're, when we first discussed the topic for this episode, trying to work out a way to make this sound interesting, it is actually interesting, I think.
1: Okay. Pretty I mean, sure. nothing says interesting like having to state out the. Front of the, the episode that it's gonna be interesting. No, I think
2: it's just that people will think antitrust, and they will think, "Oh my god, this is all like really boring." Law said stuff, that about and keyboards, more, and you? that
1: is our most listened to episode. It is. It really is. I don't. I mean, I don't get it myself. I but. mean, it's
2: a selective <laughs> audience <laughs> uh, because some people just have a type.
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> oh my god! Let's start, <laughs> god. if I may. <laughs> Do you know what antitrust is? Are you? Shall I give you a
1: minute? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Take five. I mean. That's so
1: bad. I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> serious. Serious. Is it just me or is it getting crazier out there? Anyway, uh, antitrust—it's very serious and interesting. But do you know what it is? It's no. <laughs> I, I think it's something to do with competition law or something, right? That's actually not bad. Like yeah. you can't be a big monopoly, so fuck off, Microsoft. Ooh, Ooh, spoiler alert. getting ahead of yourself. Sorry. We can beat that bit.
2: So effectively, when we're talking about antitrust within the context of this podcast, mm-hmm. as opposed to outside the context of this podcast, when you talk about it in your own home with <laughs> yeah. your loved one you know, or your cat. Christmas dinner. <laughs>
0: classic
1: <laughs> you know,
2: Christmas dinner. After bands. you're
1: done talking about Brexit, you move on to antitrust.
2: <laughs> There's a, a gym.
1: Gen- <laughs> wow. Can't wait for Christmas.
2: <laughs> There's a generally recognised pattern, which is that periods of technical innovation yes. lead rise to new opportunities for massive business expansion. Sure. And more recent, most recent example of this, uh, or fairly recent examples of this, for the example... The invention
1: of the steam train.
2: The railway,
0: oh. which... <laughs> I was being
2: being facetious. No, because it meant that all of a sudden, rather than being localised to your own area or or having to rely on horse-drawn wagons to get your stuff where it was going, you could ship your, I don't know, whatever. Ship? Ship your ships. (laughs) You ship your ships. Traditionally, we've made ships quite (laughs) close to where they need to be.
1: (laughs) They don't make them in landlocked areas and ship them in by train. No,
2: famously, the landlocked shipyards of Milton Keynes. Very (laughs) unsuccessful. (laughs) Also, Milton Keynes wasn't a thing whilst we were making (laughs) ships, but anyway.
1: The famous famous boatyard, in Milton Keynes.
2: (laughs) Ironically, there is still a pub in Milton Keynes called the Boatyard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, yeah. Yeah, so the
2: railway means that you can uh, more easily deliver. Stuff like the telegraph means that you can now communicate and and keep offices in line and report daily earnings and what have you. Now, generally speaking, these lead rise to certain companies getting quite a lot bigger. Yes. And the way that they get bigger is effectively through either market domination or acquisition.
1: Right, okay, yeah. So they they
2: buy competitors. Yeah,
1: they buy everybody out
2: Yeah. You've got your... um, (laughs) We need a thing. Come on, what's our example industry here? Cars. Something a bit more funny. Dildos. (laughs) Dildos are funnier than cars. You've got your nice local mum and pop dildo shop.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, they're, they're
2: the two sizes, by put, the way. Put
1: three, <laughs> put three kids through college, yeah. you know,
2: on that um, dildo money. All of a sudden, somebody invents the steam train.
1: Then, like, the kids are ashamed and they're like, listen, dildos have been good to this family. Somebody invents the steam
2: train. <laughs> sure. Which is not a type of
1: dildo. <laughs> sure. May I'm set ste- up
2: for a fall here. He's
1: like running a steam train oh. is what.
2: Um, <laughs> and you can now either ship your um, dildos toys... Let's just go with toys. <laughs> Let's
1: Why are you backtracking on dildos? You made your dildo beds. Now you've got a dildo sleep in it. <laughs> you know, the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So you
2: can either ship your dildos around the country. Yeah, right. But also, you can potentially establish a foothold in another jurisdiction sure. by buying another mom and pop dildo shop. Yep, which is maybe absolutely. not doing so well. Yeah, of course. And you then set up central lines of supply, yep. supply chain management, all of this good stuff.
1: But presumably the problem comes in where it's a massive dildo company essentially quashing, uh, ruining the market for smaller judo companies and Which, then buying them out and taking over the whole world. to be honest,
2: world. is exactly what happened at the beginning of our tale. Mm. Um, we had massive corporate entities growing out of the, and dominating specific markets. Yeah. Um, now these Sticky were actually... It, though, metaphor. <laughs> well, uh, that is a specific market. <laughs> yeah. These were actually known in, in the parlance of 1800s US
1: yeah. as trusts. Okay. All right, Nothing okay. to do
2: with the trusts that we might know as offshore tax dodgers.
1: Right. Don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> Nothing li- illegal about that, so fuck like you.
2: No. Uh, uh, these were basically the people who ran the companies that did all of a thing.
1: Right, okay. So yeah. the
2: Steel Trust. Yeah. The Dildo Trust. Right. The Bread Trust. They're the
1: only people that make that thing.
2: Effectively. Right. I mean, they're not the only people, but right. they certainly dominate they're to a so massive They're so big degree. that they might as well. Exactly like, so. Yeah. Also is the top end of our dildo range.
1: <laughs> uh, this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. And eventually so, we'll stop being funny, but God damn it, I'm going to persevere. No, we're just going to keep hammering away. <laughs> Plugging away with that dildo analogy. <laughs> so let's... Uh, I'm really we- glad that massive table of kids <laughs> is gone, by the way. <laughs> there was a very large... There was a family sat opposite us who would thankfully have left.
2: It would have been an amazing moment later on. Where,
1: daddy, mummy, <laughs> daddy...
2: You are (laughs) sharp. (laughs) Very forthright family. So we're going to go back to the 1800s, late 1800s. Right. Uh, The steam trains a thing. Yes. Telegraph not yet a thing, but getting there. Uh, And motor car is not a thing. Sure, of course. So we're going to focus specifically on one of the biggest initial antitrust cases in the U.S. of A. And therefore, pretty much everywhere. Yep. And this is the Standard Oil Company Incorporated. Okay. Standard Oil Co., Inc.
1: Right. Standard Oil, yeah. Okay.
2: Standard Oil was founded in 1870 by somebody you've heard of J.D.
1: Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> and. <laughs> Just because we were recently in his building and you went, oh, this is going to come up on the podcast. And somehow I've managed to remember.
2: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> they were the largest oil company in the USA. And yes. to be honest, they were the largest oil company in the world.
1: Right. In the world.
2: And a lot of the reason for their expansion was actually down to the fact that Rockefeller was a very shrewd businessman.
1: So this is what the, 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 the There Will Be Blood is based on, right?
2: Uh,
1: what? There Will Be Blood is based yeah. on Standard Oil. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> their big thing was efficiency. Right, OK. So hilariously pre-motor car mm. a lot of oil companies were making oil but they were mostly making it for um, shipping they were making bitumen and paraffin
1: yeah sure oh yeah because oil wasn't necessarily for engines because so engines weren't a thing petroleum
2: yeah. by product of that process mm. a lot of them were just literally tipping it into the river
1: sounds like america
2: <laughs> yeah they were just getting <laughs> rid of it i think
1: find they're still doing that now <laughs> not intentionally <laughs> Um
2: whereas Rockefeller and Standard Oil realised that they could use the petroleum to run their own equipment. They could build their own generators that were effectively early versions of the internal combustion engine. Right, okay. And therefore reuse this this product. Make Vaseline? They actually bought the company that invented Vaseline. <laughs> oh my God. Oh
1: my God. I love it when we have an episode where I make a joke about something and it is a thing. That is the best. I'm also That's
2: impressed best. that you haven't tied the Vaseline back to the dildos.
1: I'm pacing myself, Rob. We've got three or four hours of this. By
2: 1890, (laughs) Standard Oil uh, controlled 88% of the refined oil flows in the US.
1: Oh, wow. Fucking hell. Yeah, so huge. Yeah. So is that how Rockefeller made his money? He was an oil man?
2: Yeah. Initially? 100%. Wow. And
1: then just like built
2: all of New York? I'd love to say that they got there through efficiencies and hard work alone. They
1: were a big old bunch of dicks, weren't they? they? Let's be real, yeah.
2: They were bigger dicks than the premium range in our dildo shop. (laughs) Nice! They played every dirty trick they could, including Mm. classic price fixing, getting together with other oil suppliers and saying, well... We'll set our price at this if you set it at that and we agree not to go below it.
1: I have to do totally mandatory training now. every quarter about uh, this, this kind of shit, so yeah, okay, yeah.
2: Um, supplier price fixing, which is even better. Wow, okay. Which is basically you go to the supplier who makes, say, for example, uh, something that you need. Mm, yep. You know, a, an ingredient or a piece of machinery. Batteries for And you say to them, we will guarantee that we will continue buying from you. Right. But we want you to drop the price. Right. But... We don't want you to actually drop the price because that would be incredibly obvious. So instead, what we're going to ask you to do is give us an envelope full of cash at the end of every month. Is sure. that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. full-on classic kickbacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did this with um, transport as well. Okay. So rail travel. Yeah. Obviously oil needs shipping. Sure. And pipelines are expensive to build and time-consuming, so when you're getting started, you stick it on a train. Yeah, yeah. They did exactly the same thing. They got much, much cheaper transport rates by virtue of basically flexing their market power.
1: Right, okay. Again, yeah, yeah, totally exactly. illegal yeah, yeah. these days. But, no, but this is before any antitrust or competition law is in place. So yeah, this is it's same. crazy. Okay, right.
2: um, and there were a couple of things that they did, as I say. They were very efficient, very effective. Mm. He worked out that, you know, rather than leasing barrels, a lot of early oil companies, because mm. they were small firms, right? Um, like they'd own an oil field. Yeah. And they yeah. vaguely get into it.
1: It's like you'd have a stake, essentially, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. prospectors uh, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Course, yeah. So, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Rockefeller realised actually, yeah. uh, uh, actually, why would I bother leasing barrels? I just make them. Yeah. And to be honest, <laughs> I can make me them. really want to watch it. All be glad I might yeah, watch it this
1: afternoon. <laughs> oh. Basically,
2: what we're looking at is a classic monopoly. Yeah. Meanwhile, twenty years after the founding, mm. Congress had passed uh, something that's called the Sherman Antitrust Act.
1: Okay. Right. Okay.
2: Basically government had realised that these large corporations were getting a bit too big for their britches. Sure. And they almost immediately started looking into Standard Oil as the poster boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. They were looking for an example. Okay, Okay, yeah. By
2: 1911, they'd actually managed to build and prosecute a case to the point that the Supreme Court ruled that in the case of Standard Oil Co. of New Jersey versus the United States that the Standard Oil Co. must be dissolved under the Sherman Antitrust Act. Must be totally dissolved. And split into 34 separate companies. Oh, wow.
1: But he still owned all of them, so kind of all right. Well, I was going
2: to say, result, right? Yeah. No. So, firstly, there was still a parent company that had massive amounts of control. Right, yeah. And there was a whole ton of additional litigation after this. Oh, yeah, of course. To actually reduce that. Yeah, I know, I bet. And finally, they got to the point where they basically got the companies running in a degree of isolation. Right. Probably two of those companies you might have heard of. Um, So, Standard (laughs) Oil of New Jersey.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: uh, Was Jersey Standard. Yeah. Was also known as ESSO.
1: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Rings a bell. Eventually became Exxon. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Standard Oil of New York. (laughs) Yeah. Was eventually rebranded to Mobil. Right. And Exxon and Mobil merged mm. to become ExxonMobil.
1: Oh, wow. So they broke them up in 1911 and they ended up merging back together <laughs> yeah. anyway. Fuckin this happens
2: amazing. way more in this story than you realise. So oh. We break them yeah. up, they come back together. Yeah. The main thing that had happened here is that the US courts had taken a stance against large corporations... Had flexed their muscle, had set legal precedent, and were able to break
1: them up. And let's not forget that these are the same courts that already decided in the uh, in like very early 1900s that corporations were had like the rights of a person. So when it, that's the reason, it's Standard Oil versus the government because nobody is actually responsible. Yeah. Standard Oil is responsible, which is why the world is a hundred percent fucked. So. Oh, good. We've started already.
2: <laughs> um, normally, this manifests Sorry, in... Sorry, just
1: one second. Um, did you pack the tinfoil hats or are they in my bag?
2: Um, I thought you were meant to bring them.
1: Joke's on you. Already lined my hat in tinfoil, so... No.
2: Joke's on you. I'm not wearing a hat.
0: <laughs>
1: this is going to make me angry, this one, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it might do. Yeah. So, <laughs> the US sake. government then spent the next uh, 60 years yeah. basically protecting about and not doing anything. Protecting <laughs> small companies sure. from big companies.
1: Sure, that sounds like the American government.
2: No, this is exactly what they did. Right, OK. They yeah. uh, uh, went on this massive rampage, and antitrust court ca- cases mm. were nearly always won by the little guy.
1: <laughs> right, OK, sure. Because,
2: okay. effectively, they wanted competition yeah. above all else.
1: Right. Because that's a healthy market competition. Well,
2: trouble is, in 1978, a chap called Richard Bork who went on to become judge at Richard Bork. Right, Okay, uh, An economist Mm -hmm. and an antitrust scholar had spent a fair whack of time studying the government's decisions and had decided that they were doing it wrong. Sure. He wrote a book called The Antitrust Paradox.
1: Which, annoyingly,
2: you can't buy for under about 500 quid on Amazon.
1: that sounds like an amazing 70s science fiction movie. The Antitrust Paradox. From the makers of Capricorn One comes the Antitrust Paradox. Who can you trust? (laughs) Your auntie. (laughs) Your auntie. Trust. No, no, okay, no. So, Bork had two main
2: elements to his kind of thing. And one of his big points was competition (laughs) is not necessarily always the best thing for the market. Okay. I mean, it's great if you're the little mom-and-pop shop dildo company yeah, sure. trying to fend off yeah. Cox Incorporated. <laughs> Cox Conglomerate <laughs> <Yeah>. LLC.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah.
2: But the reality is... If you're a company is, that employs 10,000
1: people, it's not so great.
2: In terms of impact on the man on the street, the employees, and more importantly, the consumer, mm. often having a larger producer yeah. is better. Yes. We get economies of scale, we get all of that good stuff, it's we like, get cheaper products. That's
1: right, buying stuff from Amazon is great, and until you think about it, it's like, oh, look how cheap
2: everything is. We're, and you bring it to my house, enough,
1: and then you think about it for a we'll bit. We'll be
2: talking about Amazon at length.
1: And you read about literally anything about Amazon's practices, and you're like, oh right, this is the worst. No, but I do need to buy Blu-rays, so... I don't and know what and the, local, you. the local shop shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I
2: mean, it's like literally a week after they're released.
1: Um, anyway. There's nowhere here. There's nowhere I live that sells Japanese artisanal mayonnaise, so I have to buy it on Amazon. Actual thing I bought from Amazon this week. It is delicious, by the way. The carbon footprint
2: on that mayonnaise <laughs> is. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? It's fucking good as hell, though. Oh, it's so eggy. Ooh. Is that good Japanese mayom- hens? I don't know Japanese olive oil Seriously I say Japanese Artisanal mayonnaise It's QP mayonnaise It's not artisanal at all You just can't get it In Jersey Or a lot of places
2: So anyway Bork (laughs) decided
1: Oh good Now we've got the mayonnaise Aside out the way Let's move on Fucking hell Uh, I think it was an award for this They should turn the It was three Fucking hell mate you even listen to these things? <laughs> anyway, don't, don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. <laughs> if you're
2: listening, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry,
2: yes. <laughs> blink twice if you can hear me. Sorry. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, rather than looking at how companies' actions affected other companies, right. the law should be refocused to look at how it affects the consumer.
0: Ah, okay. And this
2: was, uh, led rise to a concept oh, called Consumer Welfare. Yes. And basically... The entirety of antitrust doctrine, to that point, was turned on its head. To the point that antitrust cases were getting overturned Mm. because they'd come back for a second bite at the apple. So, well, hang on a minute. This guy's saying we need to look at the think of the people. Somebody, please think of the people. And if you do, we're not bad at all.
1: Yeah. You We're know, giving them what they
2: want. Yeah, Dixon Incorporated is, it, it is amazing. Yeah, high quality product. Didn't get many low more holes point.
1: have been filled yeah. that wouldn't have been filled yeah. if not for Dix Incorporated.
2: And in new and novel ways because they can yeah. afford the R and D.
1: It's true. Oh, they put the D in R and D. Come on. Oh. I, I feel like I'm going to write a sitcom about working at your company if anyway go on. <laughs>
2: Are you still with me, Mike?
1: I am. Good. I tr- trust you. No. Strap
2: on your shoulder pads and pad your shoulders <laughs> with strap on. We're in the 80s,
1: aren't we? We're heading to the 80s. Wait, shoulder pads a be- bit I get, but well, what's the strap on?
2: It, a- it was more the a throwback to the dildo thing.
1: Okay, fine, fine. Fine. <laughs>
2: the next big series of notable breakups right. due to antitrust law Jason and Kylie. Um, well, it's, it's not even a series, <laughs> it's like a big notable breakup. Right. But they didn't break up in the They got together in the 80s. And broke up in the 80s. <laughs> Man, the 80s was rough on Jason it, it was a real rollercoaster oh. for them,
1: for those guys. It really was. Yeah. Up and down, in and out. Yeah. No, indeed.
2: <laughs> Notable breakup in the 80s. Yes. Big one in the US.
1: Yes. Telecommunications company? Uh, AT&T. Indeed. They used to be AT&T and T. A- but they took the last T off. They did. They said, no too many T's. No, AT&T <laughs> had basically <laughs> bought
2: Bell Labs.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And had...
2: Sure. By virtue of buying Bell Labs had yeah. bought most of the long-distance phone market mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And by virtue of being the long-distance provider, they were also the local provider. Right. In short, they were the only telephone provider yeah, in the pretty U.S. Right. Yeah, yeah, The government decided to step in. Right. And broke up the company into a series of smaller firms. Yeah. Which are known as Baby Bells
1: no they're not they are no, it's a legit no. thing where do you work baby bell yeah really no not that one it's phones no mm.
2: it's just a Dutch guy in the corner <laughs> oh my god
1: I
0: haven't had that in ages you <laughs> haven't
1: even been invented yet <laughs> this gives me an idea for a tiny cheese <laughs> Marvel, Marvel. Ah, Alexander Graham Bell his his, uh, his legacy keeps living on I'm sorry, beautiful
2: Tiny crap, Edam.
1: They are bad, aren't they?
2: Yeah, nothing good about. No. I mean, good Edam, I can just about permit.
1: I like Edam in like a toasted cheese sandwich when it goes melting. Yeah,
2: well, so. like uh, it's, it's up there with Gouda, right? Gouda, Gouda. I've had some. Have you had some goody, goody. I've had yeah. some
1: Gouda. I've had some Gouda Goudas. <laughs> yeah. Al so. loving the cheese tangent. What other kind of cheeses do you like? I like a Cambozola. Got that the other day. Loved it. Oh, it's like brie and it's blue. Ooh little tangy. Oh, it's so you're nice. Do you not find the
2: tang and the cream is a little bit much? No,
1: I thought I'd work very well together. Myself, no, really liked it. I'm a big fan of... Sounds Italian, by the way. German. Oh, you know what I like? Those sneaky Germans. Stilton. Oh, Stilton. No, I shit you not. It is Stilton. German
2: Stilton. No, it's it not. It is. <laughs> Go look it up.
1: Stilton. Stilton. Stop. stop. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Dutch? No, still German. No,
2: this to baby And with that, we're back on track.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, back there we go. See? Perfect. S- seamless. Award the b- winning. <laughs> the breakup
2: <laughs> break of AT&T actually worked right. brilliantly well, because it led rise to a whole bunch of new long-distance providers. Yep. Uh, so Verizon, Sprint, right. all of these US firms well, came out of this.
1: this. Right, okay. um,
2: the trouble is, there was a slight unexpected side effect, which no. was everybody was so focused on long-distance calling... <laughs> that they didn't think that actually local calling was really cheap. Right, okay. In some cases practically free Yeah. because AT&T was subsidizing the local calls with no. the incredibly expensive long distance calls. Sure. The minute they yeah. could no longer rinse everybody for long distance, yeah, it the local everybody calls for local calling,
1: went so.
2: up. Yeah. Uh, the FCC do you ha- remember
1: when phone calls used to cost something? <laughs> That's well, they, insane. They still oh, do. You can't phone up Just you can't phone nobody up uses going live for that competition because it's 20p a minute or something. Like, yeah. Rarified air these days.
2: Uh, the FCC had to step in again right. to basically regulate local call costs.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Which is, I suppose, the first example of the government not quite thinking through yeah, the yeah. delicate, chaotic system that is the free market. Hell,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. But hey, at least AT&T aren't a thing anymore. Oh, wait.
1: It's almost as if everyone's making it up as they go along.
2: Pretty much. Pretty weird, isn't it? Right, take your shoulder pads out.
1: Okay, hang on. Imagine just getting your moustache hair out of my mouth, but indeed, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: And and the dildo. Put on your cargo pants and your crop top.
1: (laughs) Well ahead of you, my friend. You know my standard uniform for the podcast.
2: As does everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yep. Moving into the nineties, right? There are a bunch of interesting things happening in the nineties. Not least of which, the Spice Girls, All Saints,
1: Eternal. I was a member of the Eternal fan club. Really? I was, yeah.
2: Doesn't that suggest that you're still a member?
1: I think it does, yes. By virtue of the name? I'm probably still... <laughs> I think I'm probably still on the Eternal database.
2: Certainly. Well, again, by virtue of the name.
1: <laughs> so weird. Oh, this band hasn't been a thing for years. Why have I got to maintain this spreadsheet? We made them a promise. Eternity.
2: <laughs> and there was a bunch of stuff happened in the 90s uh, that weren't eternal. <laughs> The biggest one was uh, internet, and yeah. software and computers have been a thing yeah, for a of bit. Of course, yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. uh, fresh from the 80s, where they'd had to break up telecommunications, right. the US They've government now got to worry about software now had companies. to turn around and look at software companies. Yeah, yeah. And specifically, they were looking at, uh, there were two notables. Good, I guess. Go for it. Is it Microsoft? And?
1: I want to say Apple, but maybe not in the 90s. Maybe IBM? Yes. Okay. you know well, made computers from <laughs> oh, You cut me off whilst <laughs> I was saying it. You bastard. But well, you, you introduced them, <laughs> <therefore> <laughs> I get the bit. Um,
2: yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to talk too much about the IBM 1 because it's really boring. Sure. I'm going to talk about the Microsoft 1, uh, 2, three. in fact. Right. There were no less than three antitrust suits against they, like, Microsoft. They, like, and when they're the national. They also yeah. got sued by pretty much every state in the US. Oh, wow. And a whole bunch of private, like, class action-y stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody wonders why, by the way, anybody young who listens to this... Exactly. Is sat there thinking, well, Microsoft on, are all right. Yeah. You know they do the Xbox? They've got, like, Azure, they're open I source. I love my Zune. If anybody wonders why <laughs> older technologists fucking hate them... It's because they're a bunch of... Pay attention.
1: A bunch of beepers. Yeah. So,
2: Microsoft, I've actually written on my notes, Microsoft were growing hard.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, they were aroused. The air was electric and Microsoft were growing hard. Um, the waves crashed um, on the beach. Oh, and the phone, and <laughs> the arrival
2: of the internet, had a huge impact.
1: Oh, yeah, it did. On that oh. booty. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's weird, drunk, and we know things after dark.
2: Bear in mind, we all, as we all know, the World Wide Web had been introduced in 1990? <laughs> yes. Two. Three. Damn, three. I mean, 91, technically. Well, but anyway. Tim
1: phoned me about it in 92, but 93 it came Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And your mum said,
1: No, we can't gun to the phone. He's 12. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 10,
2: nine.
0: Nine. <laughs> 9.
1: And he's a naughty boy. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, yes, anyway, right, yeah. Right, okay. So uh,
2: the US has started looking into Microsoft in 92. Yes. Ostensibly due to yeah, a significant early. antitrust issue with them and IBM. Okay. Uh, whereby basically it was, was the schemas. whole it was the whole um, like 8086 IBM PC classic and windows and dos were the only things that could run on it right okay. and they were like hang on this smells a bit fishy <laughs> it doesn't seem
1: reasonable there are two companies that control so you everything. make the hardware that's yeah.
2: fine but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. become the dominant uh, yeah. hardware <laughs> that is true you don't and think about that as a kid you're that's you're the just only a thing. people
1: who make the software that run on it yeah uh, let's have a look oh and every time there's a small company that makes a new thing you buy it that's how they got halo
2: well we, we will come to their marketing tactics yeah. So, there was an inquiry by the FTC over whether or not Microsoft was abusing their market power uh, and their monopoly, effectively, on the PC market. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the commissioners in that investigation deadlocked two all.
1: Really? Okay. So, they
2: only managed to bribe two of them? I'm not going to lie. If I'm the FTC, maybe have five people on the fucking panel. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it does seem pretty straightforward, doesn't it?
2: No, we're going to go for an even number. What's the worst that could happen?
1: (laughs) Uh, And just for our listeners, um, the FTC stands for the Fucking Technology Committee.
2: The Federal Trade Commission. The
1: fucking Technology Committee, it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, Federal Trade and Commission, Committee's but... the polite word we wanted to put in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so they closed it in 1993, uh, and basically, because they were deadlocked on the vote, well, they, they just, just let had it to close the investigation. Oh, right, so
1: crack on, then. Yeah, right, yeah. brilliant. Crack on, Gates. The
2: uh, Department of Justice opened their own investigation in August of the same year.
1: The Department of Justice... So yeah. they were trying to file criminal files against, uh, criminal um, charges against people.
2: Yeah, basically. Wow, fucking
1: hell. Well, it's it's kind
2: of one of those things. The American government is a bit complicated in that whatever you're doing, there are at least four or five different departments that can fuck yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, the ATF
2: is always in there randomly and stuff I like that. I don't think the ATF has much to do with Microsoft. <laughs> but,
1: but in a movie, there's always an ATF guy. Yeah, but there's ATF and DEA
2: and FBI or whatever. This is a
1: cross-jurisdictional clusterfuck. You've got NCIS and you've got the BLT (laughs) guys. The naval police. We heard someone had a laptop on a computer. We want in. (laughs) A laptop on a ship, sorry. (laughs) We saw somebody using a phone on a narrowboat. This is our jurisdiction now. (laughs) The
2: C in NCIS actually stands for canal.
1: Canal, yeah. Um.
0: (laughs)
2: So, the DOG opened its own investigation, uh, DOJ even, <laughs> and uh, they closed it in July of 94, so less than right. a year later. Microsoft consented not to tie Microsoft products to the sale of the OS. Right. Which they kind of did.
1: Right, so they say there's the OS, there's a the basic, there's DOS or whatever, but you can do whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah open source is that no no, no no
2: hang on no no. they consented not to tie the sale of office oh. to windows
1: so it just which came which they didn't right it just came with it because they
2: were previously <laughs> saying yeah. you have to buy windows to yeah. run office yeah yeah and they turned around and said fine we won't do that anymore you want to buy office go for it but it won't run on my VCR. It's like, no, it's only compatible with Windows PCs, but we, we, we aren't allowed to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, letter yeah, of the yeah. law, totally yeah. obeyed. <laughs> Total net change, yeah, yeah. minimal. <laughs> I must admit, Bill Gates,
1: it's during the me. 90s, yeah, yeah.
2: was uh, fairly upfront, and he said that most of these judgments had zero impact on their business. Yeah, I bet. They cost them a lot of money well, and they, a bit of time. Because they had
1: better lawyers than the government, because they were fucking Microsoft. <laughs> up until and they were bribing everyone in the world of course they were they were fucking Microsoft
2: we have no evidence of that
1: presumably yes A- allegedly not even
2: allegedly okay. potentially maybe. maybe probably not really no they didn't bribe people no okay. didn't need to no of course 1995 <laughs> and Microsoft have basically <laughs> D- diven dived yes Divan should be a thing. Yes. It is actually a type of bed.
1: It's a divan. Oh. Or a divan.
2: <laughs> a divan. Isn't that like a death van? Yeah,
1: it does feel like a bit like get in the back of my divan. Why? No reason. The sweets. What was he said to me?
2: The guy in a van drives first, I Bet he has a lovely collection of chew jewel- Shoes. <laughs> right. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Um. So they dived headlong into the web market with Internet Explorer on -hmm. Windows 95. And a massive amount of energy went into integrating the web into everything. Don't know if anybody remembers using Windows 95. It was freaking awesome. You could have a web page as your desktop background.
1: You could, yes. Like an
2: interactive web page. Yeah. That wasn't a security nightmare at all.
1: Yeah, amazing. Oh, when we were young.
2: They had MSN... They had MSN uh, Messenger
1: was the shit. Not Conve- just MSN Messenger, they AOL had the Messenger? MSN
2: what? Microsoft Network. Oh right, which okay, was so. a full conglomeration uh, combining a billion dollars of investment into Comcast. Oh wow! In 1995. Yeah, to pay for broadband internet connectivity. Wow! On the proviso that you only connected to MSN. I love
1: that this music is, this song has come on while we're talking so excitedly about this. It's so good. And boy, Gates, you owe us some money. <laughs> Um, they'd also
2: basically look to st- get a stranglehold on online commerce yep. Using something that they called Streetwalk What do you? Streetwalk Streetwalk, okay Never heard of it because it didn't work No, i never but heard of it But the idea was that all of the MSN users would yeah. only be able to use Microsoft's payment channel yeah, yeah, To transact on the platform Right, okay Remember those that phrasing because you'll hear it again in about yeah, five yeah, yeah. fucking okay, minutes Okay, right, okay They'd also uh, bought things like Web TV, which was a whole big play to get the internet to people who didn't even have a freaking computer. Yeah, sure. They went big and they went very, very hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: During the investigation by uh, the Justice Department and a whole bunch of different state attorneys, it was found that Microsoft had internally used a phrase called embrace, extend, exterminate. Oh, wow. Okay. And this was basically an internal thing. Bill Gates is mm-hmm. on the record as having said this in internal memo. Oh, wow. Memory. Okay, yeah. And it was, you take an emerging technology... Yeah. ...and you wrap your arms around it. You yeah. love it. Yeah. You then build in a shit tonne of proprietary stuff on top... Yeah. So, ...so you yep. extend out... Yeah, yeah. ...you make your version ubiquitous... Yep. ...through market power and just... Extinguish the original. Yeah, you, you ex- are now the owner the of that original, technology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they did this to Netscape. Yeah Yeah, I remember Netscape. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody remembers Netscape. <laughs>
0: yeah, indeed.
2: Eventually bought by AOL. Mostly because in '98, Justice yep. Department, 20 state attorneys yep. filed a massive complaint against Microsoft.
1: Okay.
2: That actually ran into the next decade. Wow. Okay, it ran actually. for nearly 10 years. Wow. Uh, in June 2007. Yeah. Microsoft faced their first judgement and they were told that they would have to be broken into separate units, one to produce the OS, another one completely separate to produce the software.
1: Oh, wow, okay. And all of this
2: was down to Internet Explorer. Right, okay. They demonstrated during the case that actually, if you try and remove Internet Explorer from Windows 95, it renders the entire product and platform inoperable.
1: Oh, wow, okay.
2: Arguably, they were proven slightly incorrect, but also, yeah, pretty much bang on. Right. Microsoft appealed this judgment. Sure. Of, of course, course they, did. they did.
1: Yeah, they got the money. Fuck it.
2: And um, they then reached an agreement with the DOJ, mm-hmm. settling the case.
1: Ah.
2: Now the thing I love about the antitrust old settlement, settle out of court. antitrust settlement means that the government gets a shit ton of money.
1: Yep.
2: And the opposition covers their costs. Yep. But, also, the uh, defendant in the case gets to basically set their own sentence. So they're like, listen, we'll do this and pay you a shitload
1: of money. Is that good enough? Microsoft
2: proposed a settlement that would agree to open up uh, application program interfaces, APIs, within the Windows platform.
1: Right, so you could get Word to talk to Excel using an API.
2: No, you could write software that would run on Windows if you weren't Microsoft.
1: Okay, right, okay. Well, that sounds positive.
2: Well, yeah, except that had already been a thing for several decades.
1: Oh, okay. So they gave them something that already existed.
2: But they put a nice fancy bow on it.
1: Right. (laughs) That's amazing. So they're like, how about we give you this? and nobody was like, no, but that's already a thing.
2: No, they were also, how about
1: we give you this massive cheque? Because it was going to fucking bankrupt the, the fucking government to keep the 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 court the courts going or something that they... Uh... I don't think so. I think it was more that by that point everybody had gotten a bit tired. <laughs> I'm just sick of your face. So yeah. just fucking give me I a mean, briefcase full of money and we'll just The case had fine. run for more than ten years. Yeah. You think
2: there's not there's probably nobody still on the case
1: so who was there when it's it started. Not in, it's not in the public eye anymore. The government can say we gave them a slap on the wrist and they gave us a load of money to put into the government coffers. Jobs are good and everybody's happy, so he gives a shit.
2: I mean, that's it. Never mind embrace, extend, exterminate. How yeah. about outlast, yeah. outlast, grind them down. outlast?
1: Yeah, Just grind them down. You've got the it? money
2: to do it. You can just keep it going until everybody's bored yeah. and everybody goes home.
1: But that's, that's like a million a million technology companies or com- big companies like that in general, of just like, we will just keep this in court. Like, you're a small company, and you are taking me to court, and I'm a massive company. I'll just keep, it, I'll just keep tying you up in court yep. until you are bankrupt. And then what? Bye. <laughs> it's, it's classic business.
2: Ironically, forcing Microsoft out of the browser market in right. any dominant way, shape, or form... Right. Opened up uh, uh, the space, and one of the... There were basically two big in, in, incomers. Firefox. Firefox was one, Yes, yeah. Open source browser and based off of Mozilla, and Chrome.
1: Was it Chrome that long ago?
2: Yeah, made by Google.
1: I didn't realise it was that long ago. Oh, it's really good that we've got these, like, upstart companies coming and in innovating, yeah. these, these small companies coming in yeah. and diversifying the market. Oh, Google, you say?
2: <laughs> Hilariously, Google Chrome has, over the past few years, increased in dominance to the right. point that it is now almost completely dominant.
1: We have stuff at work that only runs on Chrome, and we have to get permission to download Chrome onto our laptops so that we don't use IE. And bear in mind,
2: both our producer and I are old enough to remember the only works in IE badges Yeah, yeah. That you used to see yeah. on web applications and websites.
1: I, I, I'm now, also old enough.
2: <laughs> now, it only works in Chrome. Yeah. And let's yeah. really twist the knife. The latest version of Internet Explorer from mm. Microsoft yeah. is actually based on Chrome.
1: Sure, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. And is Firefox even a thing anymore? Yeah. It is? Yeah, it's
2: like the scrappy little drunkard in the corner. Because I used to
1: use Firefox, and eventually enough people two of whom are at this table, said, just fucking get Chrome, you dickhead. And I did. And it is better. So who's more dangerous, Microsoft or Google?
2: Right now? Yeah. Google. The reasons that we will <laughs> explore in this next section. Ooh. We're going to talk about fangs. Fangs? Fangs. Fangs? F-A-A-N-G. Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google.
1: All my favourite people. Who, let's be real, like all my favourite things are terribly bad for me. <laughs> One of the interesting things that came up in the,
2: uh, the 90s antitrust stuff was yeah. the concept of the network effect as right. a multiplier right. for businesses. Yeah. The idea being that um, you get big, and then the bigger you get, the better you are. So the bigger you get...
1: Okay, and if you're
2: dealing with something that is fundamentally a platform, yeah, then the more users you have, yeah. the better your solution will become, right. And let's let's I mean take for example Google. Are you sure? So Google uh, rose to prominence as a search engine, right. Their big play was not just a very smart analysis of how all this content works, yeah, 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 but also feeding back all of the user data into the system.
1: Right, okay. So relevance,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, click-through rates, click-off yeah. rates, all of this stuff. Mm. And obviously, the bigger Google get as a search engine, yeah. the better they get at being the best search engine.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But my, my, this is my concern about Google search. If anything is suddenly going to become sentient, it's going to be the Google search, right?
2: No, it's not. It's going to be your microwave, but it's fine. <laughs> um,
1: I What's that going to do? Vibrates water molecules. Fuck off. Microwave.
2: The reason <laughs> that Google are a bit tricky is because obviously they have the search business.
1: Yes. And they
2: have all the other businesses. Yeah. Um, their actual money is made through advertising. Right, yeah. And their ads are put on their search results. Sure. Um, and they sell ads to people.
1: So all that stuff when you go onto a website, and we talked about cookies and stuff before, but all that stuff when you go onto a website and it shows you an advert for something you looked at on Amazon, yep. is that controlled by Google? Possibly. Right. Because there's got to be an overarching thing, right? Like, newsarama.com, where I'm looking at comic book news, doesn't know that I'm looking at, uh, looking at Amazon. But I'm all hosted within the Google Chrome browser yep. so that Google knows that I'm doing it, which is why I'm being targeted.
2: Um, there's also data sharing between certain companies, which is okay. even scarier. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, fundamentally, they know what you're doing. And also, don't forget that from an antitrust perspective, yeah, they control the results. Yeah. They monetize the results. Yeah. Therefore, why would they not show you the results that make them the most money?
1: Well, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of
2: course. Google would argue, correctly in this yeah. case, that actually they do separate their adverts from... Their search results. Okay. And the Tinfoil Hat crew you used to go. Be able to pay That's
1: bollocks. You used to be able to pay to be top, billed in a search, yes, right? Not anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. It's not i was thinking.
2: You can pay to be at the top of the page. Right. Okay. But it says advert, advert, uh, advert. Oh yeah
1: yeah. Sponsored you can also, content. You can yeah.
2: buy your way into a front page listing. It's marked yeah, yeah. advert. Yeah. But you're the second link down. Your, your mum doesn't know. No. She's like, oh, that looks legitimate. Mm. Click. Somebody gets paid, everybody wins, apart from the consumer. Which this is meant to be a focus of, right? Well, Google are currently the focus of a US antitrust investigation and a European antitrust investigation.
1: And an African antitrust investigation and a Venezuelan. uh, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: the US one is focusing on search and ad spend for exactly the reasons that we've just explored.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, The EU one is actually looking at Android. um, All right. And they've done exactly the same thing that Microsoft were told they couldn't do. Right. Where you have to use
1: Chrome on Android. Oh, really? So you can't get. Okay, not Safari, but you can't get IE or something. And if you want to use. Really, really not? That's crazy. If you want to use Google's
2: tools on the Android platform. But can you, you get have IE? To use all of them.
1: But can you get an IE? Can you get IE as a browser on a Mac?
2: No.
1: You have to use Safari. Oh no, that's not true. Because I use Chrome. Or Firefox. I mean? Yeah, or Firefox.
2: Yeah, you are allowed choice. Right. The argument that they can that decide what
1: the choice you get is.
2: <laughs> the argument there isn't that you can't choose to install another browser. Right. It's that an awful lot of the Android ecosystem is so yeah. tightly linked to the Chrome web experience
1: right, okay. that you
2: can't just say, I want to just use that. But I
1: thought that was the point of Android over Apple, that it was all open source and cool and you could do whatever you like and it's awesome, provided Google let you. Well, you'd think so. Sure. The main
2: outcome that the US guys are looking for is, to be honest, it's the big win for Google. Right. Working out how they can split out the ad business. Sure, okay, okay. And let's take a minute to talk about advertising in the modern world.
1: Oh, good. I see enough sponsored content day to day, then yeah, yeah. So, top three players in the online advertising market are... Facebook, Instagram and Google. Instagram (laughs) is Facebook. So, Facebook... Google, and Amazon? Bing! Give that man a
2: cigar. Not quite in that order.
1: No, hang on. Um, I want to call it Facebook, Amazon, and Google so we can refer to them as fag from now on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, in the ad market, Google hold uh, 37.1%. Wow.
1: Of the internet's advertising.
2: Yeah. That constitutes $42 billion in ad revenue. (laughs) Year on year. What? Facebook trailing a bit. They've only got 20%, so they've only oh. got $23 billion. Oh, fuck you. Amazon, in third place, only have
1: 4.1%. That place used to be a bookshop. That used to be a bookshop. <laughs> I remember buying books from Amazon when it was a bookshop. <laughs> I don't. You not?
2: Know? No, I just went to the bookshop.
1: Oh, no, I'm online. I've always been lazy. The internet has just made it easier. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's like more money than countries make.
2: Oh, we're going to come on to that in a minute as well. No, so we talked about Google. Let's talk about Apple.
1: Oh, God, okay.
2: So Apple is shiny, shiny. Shiny, shiny. The ultimate wall garden.
1: Yep, steel frame. All uh, very nice. Apple are
2: currently into a spot of bother because uh, they <laughs> have total control over what can run on their platform. Right. And they, have no, they see no problem with this. Certain parts of the rest of the world disagree. Yeah. This is coming to a head, ironically, yeah. because of something that Spotify have started to raise. Spotify being a music streaming platform. Sure, which is a
1: direct competitor of Apple Music. Well, to
2: be fair, they're a precursor to Apple yeah, Music. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. And as a user of the Apple App Store, you may not know this, yeah. but if you want to purchase... Through Apple's system, so Apple Pay or through the app store. The subscription
1: service or whatever, yeah.
2: You have to pay Apple 30% of the ticket price.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So 99p for an app, 30p of that goes to Apple.
2: 33p of that. 33p, yeah, sure,
1: okay. It's very basic maths, that's embarrassing.
2: Now, Um. (laughs) Spotify have made a very good point, which is that if you are using Apple Music and you get a prompt, Mm. There is an upgrade, and you can literally face ID or touch ID or yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah. click, click, upgrade. Apple yeah. Pay. Yeah, amazing. And their argument is that Apple are not charging themselves a 33% commission. But and even if they were, they're charging themselves a 33% commission.
1: I was about to say, why is that a they'd be charged themselves? But yeah, now I get it. Yeah, sure. Okay. If,
2: you, if Spotify wanted to do the same thing, yeah. they would be charged. Right. Therefore Spotify have had to take users out of a very convenient flow. So they're saying
1: we're at a detriment because we have we've got this we're hamstrung by this extra level of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this is it, ongoing it. Yeah.
2: and that wasn't the only uh, th- it wasn't the only complaint that Spotify had. Right, yeah. There was the app store review process yeah. and what have you? But presumably, Some of it is a bit
1: I would assume bullshit. a million app developers have had this problem. It's just that Spotify nope. are big enough that it's actually getting traction?
2: No, because don't forget a million app developers aren't directly competed against by the provider yeah, of fair, the yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay, you know, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You know, I want to make Candy Crush Robles.
1: <laughs> don't even get me started on the practices of King, the game developer. Yep. Those motherfuckers are evil.
2: And they are paying Apple 30%. You talk
1: about, I talk about antitrust, these motherfuckers are evil. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Candy so, Crush is the lifeblood of Apple, millions of nerds, and it's well out of order, sorry. Apple, <laughs>
2: The Apple Cases has just been started. They've just started the investigation. They haven't opened the case
1: yet. Oh, right, okay. But it's coming. Fucking hell, can you imagine? Jesus. Um, let's bounce from Apple to Amazon. Sure, great. So, Amazon. <laughs> great, um, everyone. Everyone that I have a subscription service with. Perfect, yeah.
2: Look, root for the underdog every so often.
1: Honestly, I've always known that Apple are the worst, but Apple Music is just so slick. I mean, it just is good. It says, hey, do you remember that band you like? They've got a new album out, and I'm like, oh, they have, I like that, and yeah, I listen to it. So does brilliant.
2: every other system. Yeah,
1: but this one came with the phone.
2: And, um, you see where we're and going a $9.99 <laughs> subscription that was frictionless for you to slip into. 99 I've got, oh, a, you family. got a family. Yeah, I've got okay. the
1: family. Although, Big Step didn't get Apple TV last night, uh, didn't get Apple Plus. I mean, I've got an Apple TV box. Yeah, I think they might have already got me. <laughs> but I didn't get Apple Plus on the day it came anyway, out. Anyway,
2: we're done with Apple. Let's talk about Amazon.
1: Amazon. Amazon
2: I like because Amazon are actually not bad.
1: Those dash buttons are good.
2: Well, they, they don't they, do they've been cancelled. They to been canceled so, yeah. <laughs> they do not do yeah. anymore. Uh, yeah. No, Amazon's biggest problem is they are a marketplace provider. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're a marketplace provider because this, this completely shifts the risk model in terms of normal transactions. Right. So, traditionally, if you wanted to be the person who sold something... Yes. ...you'd have to buy a shitload of that something. Yeah. So, you want to sell my dildos...
1: <laughs> right. ...you're going to have
2: to buy them by the truckload.
0: Perfect.
1: Yep. And... Oh.
2: I don't care if they're good or not. <laughs> I don't care if they sell or not. Can
1: I see your licence and registration, please, sir? What you got on the back? Truck full of dildos.
2: <laughs> on <laughs> your trying,
1: trying to compete with Amazon. <laughs>
2: People need more joy in their lives. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, no. Uh, traditional market, I don't care if yeah. you sell them. Job. I've already been paid.
1: Yeah.
2: Amazon's model is they're a marketplace. They Job. take a commission on every sale. Yes. Therefore, they have no risk. You have to sell all the dildos the to make money. The thing I do like... They make money every time anybody sells any dildo. The thing I do, do like about Amazon
1: that I've realised recently isn't the, quite what I thought it was is that... Uh, when I books, for example, from Amazon, which is a thing that, uh, you know, since the year dot, since Amazon had, before it had an N, I I always try and buy from the secondhand sellers or yeah. the secondary sellers until I realise that they're probably owned by them <laughs> or oh, they're this enormous warehouse somewhere. Anyway, I think, oh, I'll buy this book from this person because it's like in my mind, it's like a tiny little bookshop. In London somewhere, run by a family. But it's it, not. It's a it warehouse full of books. It
2: <laughs> could weird. equally be a, a grubby warehouse full of books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing to look out for is who's doing the fulfilment. Is it Amazon? Yeah. In which case, they're taking a double cut. Either yeah. way, Amazon get their pound of flesh.
1: I highly recommend for, for readers of this, if you want to know learn a bit about Amazon, the um, Last Week Tonight episode with John Oliver about Amazon is fucking amazing. About they walk 15 miles a day and all that kind of stuff. It is fucking terrifying the thing is I'm not even talking
2: about Amazon staff
1: practices somebody fell over and had a fucking heart attack and died in the Scottish Amazon Fulfillment Centre and wasn't discovered for 20 minutes after he'd fallen over and had a heart attack and the week before he'd been yelled at by his supervisor because it took him three minutes to find a book someone ordered (laughs) Yeah, not even talking he about that. Because no, that I'm is that him. is
2: not anti-competitive. That's no, just evil.
1: It's just evil. <laughs> it's what is
2: really interesting with Amazon is they have the marketplace model, so they have all the stats. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. know what people buy and they know what's trending. And it's just data out the ass for all these companies. It's just data out the
0: arse.
2: Amazon also have their own range of products. Sure.
1: The Amazon uh, Amazon Essentials.
2: Amazon Basic.
1: Amazon Basic. So it's Waitrose Essentials. Sorry. No. The interesting
2: antitrust angle here is
1: a middle class. What do you want?
2: <laughs> Amazon have said that this is a tiny portion of their revenue, which it is. Yeah, yeah. But what's to stop them having factories on standby? Something starts to spin up. They spot that actually, you know, ribbed dildos are really going big this yeah, month. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Amazon Basics rib dildo starts popping up at the top of do. the basket.
1: I've got some of those Amazon Basics, and they are, and they're honestly, they are good quality. They are actually decent. So they spot a little company that's making something really good, and it's trending, and they're getting a lot of sales, so they go, how about this? We have a partnership. It's Amazon and whatever the fuck the company was called, and it's a partnership, and now we own you.
2: Well, that's if you're big enough to even bother. No, mm. oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, um, let's talk about Facebook.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> All right. so, Facebook,
2: ironically, yeah. they are the subject of two ongoing antitrust investigations.
1: And relentlessly being dragged in front of the Senate so that Senate, AOC Congress, can yell at Zuckerberg. All the
2: rest of it. The weird and interesting thing about their antitrust stance right. is they're basically being told off for being very successful in keeping customers. That they're not sure. charging anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where I'm I'm not gonna get too deep into but
1: Facebook is a bit unprecedented, isn't it? Well this in is the, it. in the world of in the it world is. of world and a of things, it's pretty unprecedented. There's not a framework for reference. Nope. There's not there is literally nothing that's ever existed like Facebook that has become so ubiquitous and all consuming in life. That is also prepared for free. And by the way, you could leave anytime. Hey, you can log out, delete your account anytime you like.
2: And this is the big argument is that. So the, I
0: did. <laughs>
2: the, remember the consumer <laughs> oh, yes. welfare standard that was being applied in the 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is now being brought back and retooled. Yeah. But now it's about not just fiscal welfare, it's about actual welfare. Yeah. Is Facebook harmful? harmful. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> You can cut that bit out. No. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, Mike it just
2: punched the microphone.
1: I'm so angry. Because it you're... looks like Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> you face. You know. You know why I left yeah. Twitter. Why I left Twitter because it is a fucking toxic cesspool of shite. Because I can't manage Twitter properly. That's different. That's a different argument to have. I know you still have a Twitter. But it it is mind-boggling. Like, all that stuff about, like, the like, so political ads have just been banned on Twitter. Yeah. That happened, what, two days ago? It is... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Jack Dorsey announced that political ads of any variety... In oh, our sorry, band I thought you said political
2: it. activists. Oh, no. <laughs> <I said>, wow. <laughs> that went south real That'd fast. so
1: good. <laughs> oh, my God. If that was true, I, my,
2: I might rejoin. I mean, a lot of this stuff is not technically going to be antitrust.
1: Sure. But just it'll be the same frameworks yeah.
2: that get applied legally because there isn't another framework. And what we have are people who now... It's not about controlling a market for fiscal gain. It's about controlling... Hang on a minute. We're the market, aren't we? Yeah.
1: So let me ask you a question, and I hope this doesn't fuck with your schedule too much, but now we're here at Facebook. Oh, we've blown this one way over. I never stopped hearing about Elizabeth Warren or any other Democratic, whatever, nominee talking about breaking up Facebook or opening up Facebook. Do they want to do what they did to Microsoft and turn it into 34 companies? Do they want... So it to be Facebook Messenger, Facebook, 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 Instagram, Facebook, blah blah blah, and yep. them to be separate, insulate Is that that's what they're More talking about when they say that?
2: Facebook advertising right. needs to be separate.
1: Sure. Okay. And yeah. data regulated as a motherfucker.
2: Needs to be regulated between them. Yeah. Because yeah. the minute you do that, Facebook stops being a thing. It evaporates.
0: Oh.
2: It's like you know a bad fart in the lift, and then the door opens. It's not a problem anymore. It's just another MySpace. Well, we, get, we can but hope. Do you,
1: remember we all, do you remember we all had MySpace?
2: Right. So, we've done something a bit different this week. Sure. Have um, we? Moving swiftly on. Yeah, well, right. yeah, I am. yeah, I am. I'm not wearing underwear. No. I just,
1: you know, your I. iPad is suddenly turned away from me on the stand. And
2: what does that mean?
1: It means you're hiding something from me.
2: What could I possibly be hiding?
1: Porn. <laughs> what else could I possibly be hiding? <laughs> I would assume that we have some kind of terrifying quiz. We have a
2: terrifying quiz that is also the amazing fact. (laughs) Roll both jingles. (laughs) At At the same time, I guess?
1: I kind of want to put them both on at the same time. (laughs) This is a production uh, edit that we'll we'll, we'll think about, but yeah.
2: Right, so the quiz is...
1: These are actually questions from the anti-law fucking bar exam or something. Oh, thank God.
2: (laughs) It's very simple. Um, I'm going to ask you, is this a company or a country?
1: Right, oh God. So okay. I'm going
2: to give you a number in uh, US dollars.
1: Oh, and you're talking about is it GDP or annual turnover?
2: It will either over? be the GDP or the market capitalisation oh. of <laughs> a country or a company. Oh. And to make it a bit more fun, I'm going to ask you to guess which country or company it is. And to make it a bit easier, I'm going to give you the initial.
1: First of all, I applaud the effort that has gone into this, because clearly it was massive. Second of all, why are you trying to drive me to suicide? <laughs> well, it's, let's face it, it's 50-50. This is going to be so depressing though, isn't it? Oh, okay, no, just that's, right, kind of so, that's
2: fine. So, just to be clear on the rules, you're going to get the first letter and a number. Yeah. In fact, you're going to get the number and the first letter.
1: And then I have to work out if it's a country or, or a, company a company. And which met. one
2: right. of either it is. Right. I right. want the name.
1: Okay. Right.
2: So, let's start with 903 billion
1: dollars. A.
2: 903
1: billion dollars, so nearly a trillion dollars.
2: Yep, and it starts with the letter A. Is it country or company?
1: Is it Amazon, or is it the Amazon? That's not a country. Um, right, so it's either Amazon or it's... What fucking country could have that high a ton of uh, America? Or is that United States America? I think America? You, might,
2: you might have a, a period of calibration as we go through
1: this. Fuck okay, it, Amazon. It's a, it's a company and it's Amazon.
2: It's not. I'm afraid. It. it is the GDP of Argentina. Really? So bear, bear that
1: in mind. It's 100 billion, Argentina. Okay, fine.
2: Right. The next one. 385 billion dollars. V. V. V.
1: So straight off the bat, I feel like I want to say Venezuela. But think about think about companies with V names. Verizon? No, because they were broken up. They were one of the baby bells, so they maybe wouldn't have been that big. I'm going to say a country in Venezuela.
2: It's not, I'm afraid. It is a company. It's Visa.
1: <laughs> oh Visa! Oh yeah, the other massive company. Yes, of course.
2: Okay, you ready for the next
1: one? Clearly no, but just go on anyway.
2: <laughs> Five point eight billion dollars. Oh, very small. J.
1: Very small in comparison. Very small. 5.8 billion. Jersey! Yeah!
0: Yes! (laughs) Our our own
2: little island actually manages a GDP of 5.8 billion, which is kind of impressive. Because there's 100,000 people live here. It's definitely a lie. There's at least 10,000 of them are assholes.
1: (laughs) It's definitely a lie. (laughs) Yeah, true.
2: Okay, next up. $435 billion. All
1: right. A. Half of Argentina... Could be a trick though. Could be trying to get me to go Amazon, or could just be flat out be Amazon. Four hundred thirty-five billion. You know what? No, I am going to say Amazon. I'm going to say a Amazon is a country. It's a it's a company.
2: You've got the company. So you've got a point. How many points has he got at this point? did anybody really keep this score? <laughs> I've got um, nothing. And oh, no, I've got jersey. No, you've got two for jersey. You've got one for this. It is a company. However, it's not Amazon. It's the Alibaba Group
1: okay, yeah. Which is yeah, yeah. the
2: Chinese Amazon. The Chinese
1: Amazon, yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah. I'm
2: going to give you half a point.
1: Oh, thank you very much, thank you very much.
2: You very much. So 3.5 out of however I it. actually
1: like the Alibaba website more than I like the Amazon website. Sure Don't you do know why? I think the UI's better.
2: It's aimed at Chinese people. <laughs> it's in Chinese, no. Right, next. <laughs> 508 billion US dollars,
1: 508, F. Sorry? F. F. For 508 billion so half of Argentina F France can't have a smaller GDPR than fucking Argentina so it can't be France so (laughs) but I can see you moving out the corner of my eyes so maybe I think it is France it's a country and it's France no god damn it
2: (laughs) it's a company and it's Facebook
1: oh okay yeah the other half a trill Half a trill, no worries. And whatever else is off the books, you know.
2: Right, uh, 838 billion. And it's A again.
1: So it's 100 million, 100 bili- billion. 838 three, eight, three,
2: eight billion. 100
1: billion less than Argentina, it's A again. Did we already have Amazon? No, we didn't. I'm going to say company and Amazon. It is a company, but it's Alphabet. What the fuck is Alphabet? You would
2: know them as Google.
1: Oh, right. Okay, fine. Right.
2: Alphabet Incorporated, the new parent company Alphabet of Google.
1: the parent company of Google. Yeah. Ah, tax law. <laughs> They've got different names. Guess where they're incorporated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Fucking uh, Delaware. Next I'm up,
2: $206 billion, 206 for N.
1: Netflix. Company new Netflix. Zealand. God damn it. Right. This is an absolute clusterfuck.
2: One point zero six trillion dollars,
1: m. I'm going to assume. I'm just going to play it safe and say company and Microsoft
2: is the right
1: answer. Yes, there goes. One point okay. six trillion dollars. So that six, by the way, is six hundred billion dollars. Yeah. So the point six is six hundred billion. Yeah. I don't get paid enough, man. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's 0.06 if it's not, it's actually just 6 billion. But, oh, well, it's only, yeah. well, if it's only 6. Right, then fuck uh, it. Next up, uh, 125.5 billion US dollars. N. Uh, I'm going to say company in Netflix.
1: Is also correct. Yes! He's on a roll. 50%, baby.
2: <laughs> and with our final question, with 746 billion dollars.
1: Right. You. 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 God, is it me? (laughs) That'd be amazing. No, um, country and Uruguay. It is a country. It's the United Arab Emirates. Ah, Damn it. That is clearly a better answer than Uruguay. I don't know why I went there.
2: (laughs) Uruguay is way down the list. I would
1: assume so, yeah.
2: The amazing fact element of this is the UAE
1: is worth less than Google. The UAE. So the place where all the richest shakes in the whole world live yeah. is worth less, less than Google. Well, the GDP
2: of said country, yeah. but,
1: yeah. It's probably quite disparate, though, isn't it? If you think about the highest earners and the lowest earners in the UAE. As an average, it there, does come there's out... There's a poverty gap there, yeah, yeah there is, <laughs> for sure. there is a thing, yeah, fair.
2: And other that bigger is, problems, but anyway. Right.
1: So basically what you're saying is, is it any wonder that they hold such sway over our lives when they've got more money than fucking... It's Blade Runner. It's every science fiction movie in the world. The whole. It's. It's. Sorry, this is very niche, but this is your dad's book. It is everything in the world of corporations becoming the new countries. yep How long until it's just Facebook? It's not America. It's just Google. The United States of Google. Yeah. Don't need a rebrand
2: because Google sounds stupid. Yeah, just
1: yeah. Well, I call it Alphabet.
2: In closing...
1: We're proper fucks. No, we'll be
2: fine. <laughs> as long as Our new can... corporate overlords are duty-bound to look after us because <laughs> yeah. we're the only ones paying them.
1: It's true. they got to make sure that we live long enough, yeah, they can keep paying. This has had
2: um, a fairly big US focus.
1: <laughs> fucking depressing, dude. Let's have a look in uh,
2: Europe. Uh, Microsoft are still appealing a half a billion euro fine half a billion euros Google's antitrust bill from the EU is now sitting at 8.2 billion euros
1: what What? so unsurprisingly they are fighting it
2: yeah that that bill is never getting paid that is like the ultimate bar tab
1: so very aptly for France they are having their cake and eating it too that doesn't even touch the fact about they're not paying any tax and fuck knows what else. Nope. Oh. And it does nothing to talk about how
2: they're treating their employees.
1: But the thing is, they do send stuff straight to our house. Yeah. Which sounds insignificant, but they do send stuff to our house.
2: At what cost, though, mate?
1: This has been the most depressing episode of We're Drunk and We Know Things uh, we've ever done. We are in JB's. We are drinking pressure drop beer. I'm going to have a few more now. Next month, we're going to talk about something else, but it doesn't matter, because we're just grinding out our existence in the face of enormous corporate overlords who will just mine every facet of our lives until we die. And other cool shit. ba 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 bay, bay, bay. Oh, baby, man, grupps, baby, monster, ba 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 ba,
0: ba Baby
2: Bell, the little cheese that likes to get out.
1: Boy, baby bell.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw it fall. That's why it stopped. That's why I stopped. when to saw it again. How do you feel about hard cheeses? Because I mean, I've never been a cheddar man.
2: I don't. I don't do cheddar.
1: No, it's not my bag.
2: That said, Black Bomber
1: oh, that is, is a notable
2: exception. You know what I always think about cheddar? They right. always sell it as
1: sharp and flinty. And yeah, it's not, That's bullshit. It's cheese. I agree. I agree. I like cheddar melted on cheese on toast. That's some good business. Oh, as a melty cheese, oh. it's the go-to. I mean, listen, there's two conversations to be had about cheese. Cheese regular or cheese melted. I mean, that's... Yeah.
2: But I my biggest problem with cheddar is it's the aftertaste. It's Fair. not good.
1: So what I do when I do make a when I make a ham and cheese toasty. I use cheddar and Edam. Yeah. Because the Edam offsets the aftertaste. It's pretty good. Well, no,
2: toasted you don't get it. It's when it cooks um, off. Yeah. Skin. Do you put Worcestershire sauce on your toasted oh, of cheese? Course. Oh no, shaking You think I'm a fucking I'm animal? Sure how dare
0: you? Ugh. Jesus. Oh,
2: well, Just because be I don't them
1: in the rugby doesn't mean I'm not fucking English. How dare you? <laughs>
2: no. I've got a serious question for you. Right. I mean, cheese Are you gonna... with <laughs> fruit in it. I'm not a fan. No.
1: I don't get that stuff. It's got mango in it or whatever the fuck. it's always fucking
2: Wednesday day. Yeah,
1: Wednesday day with mango in it or something. I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't want it. If I want fruit, I'll have a chutney. I love a cheese with a chutney. Well, no, you have fruit on on the side. Yeah, exactly. Have a couple of grapes from Stilton. Wonderful. maybe a slice of fresh cox's orange pippin. Absolutely. Yes. But don't don't make the decision for me. No. Don't put it in the cheese. No, No, I agree. I agree.
2: You can add fruit to cheese, you can't take it out.
1: (laughs) That, you know what, words to live by. Cheers, 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 Rob. Cheers. Okay, the best thing about this is that we can't even use this for the bloopers because we're not saying anything. Right, okay,
2: (laughs) serious. He touched me in my special (laughs) (laughs) voice.
1: Which, weirdly, is his forearm. (laughs) So, I think probably Brie is my favourite soft cheese. Uh (laughs) Anyway, uh, he was very badly burnt, and they used a screen graft from uh, the foreskins of... Chinese orphans. Anyway, um, (laughs) please don't put that in the bloopers. (laughs) our producer's looking at me with a look on his face that says, "Where'd you get these Chinese boskins from?" (laughs) I tell you what, fry them up just like chicharrón. It's a great beer snack. Anyway, we're doing a podcast.
2: Hello. Let's
1: do cheese. (laughs) Think about something else. Good. We do fish puns. I tell you what, do you know what's massively underrated? The, the simple palm. just Parmigiana, what? goes on the palm everything. palm is not underrated. I think it is. I think people are like, just put palm on it. Oh, I've got pasta. Put palm on it. Ooh, though, that gives a little. Well, I mean, the thing that gets you know, me. What I recommend is... get some ricotta salata. Ooh, Ooh. Put some of that in. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. So what's the Italian
2: one that you're meant to put in a Philly cheesesteak? Provolone. Now provolone. Yes. A good provolone. You can
1: get provolone precante. Yes. In uh, in the co-op now. But um, it's weird. It's not as good. Well, we need to have a
2: word with them about that. Yeah, anyway, this has been cheese week <laughs> with Mike and Rob.
1: Ooh, I can do a deep dive into cheese. I'd like to do an actual deep dive into cheese. I mean you might be burnt alive. Because <laughs> it'd have to be melted, wouldn't it? Otherwise you couldn't dive well, it into doesn't it doesn't have to could just be so really is there, gooey. Is, is there a mercury equivalent of cheese, which is liquid at room temperature? There is, and I can't
2: remember what it's called, but we had some, and you basically have to spoon it onto your bread. True.
1: Spoon it onto your bread, also yeah. the name of my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we talk about antitrust again? Because this is funny, well, but... Well, <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to the 90s. <laughs> well, now that they're both multi-millionaires, we are finally speaking to Mike Dean and Rob Dudley about their podcast. How did it start? Well, originally, it was about film and tech. But we started talking about cheese one day, and here we are. We've made our billions from our cheese podcast. <laughs>